Hello and welcome to episode three of the nutrition program. Today's episode is with Ben and he's expanding on the talk from last week around identity. Uh, this week it is all about self-talk. Enjoy. And uh, like last week, I've got stuff to go through, um, but any questions, pop them on. Uh, I've got my laptop there so I can read them and obviously answer as we go. And um, yeah, other than that, I'm just going to kind of chat through. What, uh, what I found after the talk last week was um, quite, quite a big response actually to people uh, messaging regarding kind of identity and kind of taking on board what I'd said and then going into quite a bit of deep thought about themselves, um, about their goals and about kind of like who they were. Um, so I'm glad that, I'm really glad that the, what I was trying to get across kind of came through. I'm even more glad that um, it, it made people think, because that's the, the thing that I wanted to do the most. I think from my perspective, all the stuff I talk about, by no means am I saying it's right. And what I mean by that is the right way, you've got to do this, anything like that. All I do is shine a light on different ways of thinking about things, and hopefully it will help some. That's kind of why I put that post on Facebook today, just saying that this stuff isn't for everyone. I do fully appreciate that. And that's why I don't really kind of throw this out there that much unless someone's working with me on a one-to-one -one basis, because if you throw this at someone and they're not ready for it or they don't want to hear it, it can be quite intense. Whereas if you talk to someone about this sort of stuff that really does want to change um, or needs help, then it can make a massive impact and massive difference positively for them. Okay, so like I said in the Facebook group today, uh, I've got no offence if this isn't for you and you don't want to watch it, absolutely fine. Like I say, this will work for some people in terms of helping them. For other people, it might be a bit full on. So yeah, just wanted to say that. So I'm going to get into it today. I'm going to try and ramble as little as possible, which I appreciate I sometimes do. I'm hoping, I know you can't fully see the board, so I'll explain everything as we go through. The main bit to look at tonight when we come to it is going to be the graph section. Um, <laughs> no way I might do the graph, but I am. Um, so when we do that, I'm going to, I'll demonstrate it, and then I'll, on, on after I'll give you, anyone that wants a picture can send a picture through so you can understand it a bit more. We're going to start off on this section. So... What I wanted to start off by doing was explaining the identity a little bit more. And the reason I wanted to do that was when I put that on last week, um, I understood that, um, that the, I understood how it could help people, but I didn't understand how many people would take it on board and really think about it and it would affect them as much as it did. So I'm glad it did, but now because they have taken it on board so much, I feel I need to delve into it a little bit more because I think I only skimmed it just as a thought, let's, let's put something out. But now I need to delve into exactly what I meant by that. So the people that want to do work on it, that, want, that do want to work on it, can understand the depths of where it was going, okay? So we're going to start off in this corner and what we're going to talk about, guys, is identity and what I mean by it. Because last week, I was fairly broad in terms of saying um, kind of like who you are, how you act, your behaviours, your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, it all kind of creates you. Uh, but sometimes that's hard to really take in. So I wanted to go a little bit deeper today and tell you the way I would say to look at it, okay? So the way I would say to look at it that might um, attune a bit more to yourself is your self-image, okay? So the way you see yourself, okay? So the way you see yourself is an interesting thing 
because sometimes people see themselves in the eyes of other people because they're worried about what other people think. Yeah? So they worry about what other people think and then that actually affects how they see themselves. So someone's self-belief, depending on how the person is, the, contribu uh, the contributions they have to, to kind of their own thinking, starts to develop their own self-image, how they see themselves, okay? And that, for me, is the thing you want to be focusing on the most. How do you see yourself? And for, this, for the minute, I want you to forget about what your goal is, okay? So I know I'm going to try and keep this focused around achieving a goal, and I know I wanted to keep it around fitness and health because it's benchmarking as a gym. But just for this minute in time, look at it as just like, how do I see myself? Okay. Um, do you see yourself in a positive light or do you see yourself in a negative light? Okay. And what beliefs do you have about yourself? Okay. And also, what do you say to yourself in your head on a daily basis? Are you someone that kind of beats yourself up a lot? Are you someone that believes in yourself a lot? Uh, do you have confidence in a lot of things you do? Are you unconfident in a lot of areas as well? Um, the text that I got off someone was really good because they started to go into the depths of saying that um, I'm a daughter, um, I'm, I'm, do you know what I mean, organised. They started coming out with quite um, specific attributes to her personality and the person that she is, okay? The rambling and going on does go somewhere, so everything leads into something today, okay? So if you are interested, bear with me, okay? So the way you see yourself starts to become how you believe you are going to um, achieve and act and be, okay? And that's why this is so important. That's why your identity is so important. And this is what I was leading to with the diagram we had last week, okay? Because that diagram was just about achieving a goal. You had to become the person you wanted to be that needed to achieve the goal, okay? You had to get into that position and it would help you get there. But now what I'm talking about is, how do you see yourself in daily life? Because if you see yourself in a, in a negative light, then we're talking in the terms of not actually being happy with yourself, okay? So we start to look into the terms of um, worrying through the day, anxious through the day, depressed through the day, low through the day, low self-esteem, low confidence, and all these kind of things. And there's certain people that potentially don't um, have this all the time, but it might come in certain certain um, certain times for your life, certain times for your day, certain times for your week. You might start to feel these emotions and feelings, whether that's due to an external factor, something on the outside, it might be your partner, it might be your work, stress from work, etc. And they bring these feelings into you, or it might just be because the image, the self-image you've got for yourself and the identity you hold for yourself is in a low state. You do see yourself quite low. So <clears throat> the first thing I want you to do, guys, is ask yourself that, like, in your own head now, how do you see yourself? Like, what's your self-image? How do you perceive yourself to be? In the widest spectrum possible. So that's not, I'm not trying to isolate that into a certain aspect, just completely generalise round, how do you see yourself? What kind of person are you? But not what kind of person are you portraying outward? outward? What kind of person are you speaking to yourself like? Like, how do you see yourself on the inside? Okay, this is going somewhere, bear with me. Okay, so once you get a belief about yourself, okay, that then affects everything that you do. So all of your actions, how you behave, the feelings like we talked about before, the thought processes in your head and your capabilities, so what you are capable of, 
all of those things are affected by how you see yourself, okay? So if you are someone that lacks belief in yourself, or if you are someone that sees yourself in a low standard, okay, your behaviours, your actions, your feelings are all going to kind of be a repercussion of that, yeah? So that's why it's worth looking at this a little bit deeper. And again, before I start to move it into a fitness goal, I want you to kind of look at that in a family perspective or your children's perspective, your job's perspective. Like what type of person are you? How do you see yourself and how can you actually see that? Now you can take a bigger view of it and potentially take yourself out of yourself to look at yourself, if that makes sense. Like, can you see how your self-image is affecting any area of your life? And again, you might be sat there thinking, you know, my life's fine, I'm happy, etc., etc. So again, this isn't for you, but it can be for you because you could work on someone else. But if there are any areas where you feel um, you are struggling or any areas you feel that um, you have a negative light on from yourself, the way you think about it, this is going to come into play quite a bit. Okay, so your actions, your behaviours, your feelings, your thoughts and your capabilities are basically all consistent with that self-image. So however you see yourself, everything you are doing is either that, is you, is that self-image, okay? So then we come into the goals and contentment. So I'm going to keep goals around fitness. Contentment is just around happiness, man. It's just about how happy you are in day-to-day -day life, okay? It's just about being content with life and where you're at, yeah? So if these are all on a negative perspective, they're going to massively affect the contentment that you have in life, okay? And that starts to then have an effect on goals. So what I mean by that is um, you might be chasing a goal and you'd be really unhappy and stressed at work, okay? Things are really kind of getting on top of you at work, whether you've got a co-worker you really don't get on with, whether your boss is on your back, whether you don't enjoy the job that you do, you're just coming home stressed, that starts to turn you into a different person, which affects all of these triggers that we've talked about here. So if you have got a goal that you're going towards, the last thing you're going to want to do is going to have motivation um, and have drive to go and get that goal. Because everything that's happening at work is kind of draining you down. You could relate that into a partner aspect, okay? You could be having some serious issues with your partner. And again, all of the feelings and emotions and, and, and um, problems that you are having starts to affect how you behave and starts to affect how you see yourself. Okay, so for me, the contentment side is really important before you start to move on the goal side, okay? But I'm not going to preach too much today on the contentment side. I'm just going to open a window. Roasted. <clears throat> I'm not going to preach too much today on the contentment side, okay? That's something uh, potentially for another day, I'm not sure. I want to keep it fairly goal focused but all i'm going to say on that is if you can't find contentment in life i personally would be looking at that area before i start to look at specific goals and you might turn around and say to me well ben if i had that goal i'd be happier i can guarantee well I, i'd pretty much put a lot of money on the fact that if you achieve that goal it wouldn't bring you complete contentment you would then be wanting something else you would then be wanting something else the key is to find the contentment first to find the happiness first and then the goal you're chasing actually might not become that important anymore, man. Do you know what I mean? So for me, uh, into this, again, I, I don't think I'll put it to benchmark, but um, chasing fitness goals for myself isn't easy, but I fit into it 
like the habits and chasing it can be easily part of my lifestyle because that's how I live, okay? The contentment side was something I always struggled with though. So the contentment side is something that I've massively worked on. Um, and now that I've hit the contentment, I can now work on goals in other areas, which I'm doing, which I think I touched on this last week, I'm not sure. So anyway, I'm gonna rein it in to make it a bit more interesting. So we're now gonna focus a little bit more on a goal scenario. So you guys, understanding how the self-image and the identity, okay, affect you achieving your goal, whether that's fitness, um, in, whether that's body shape, okay, or whether that's just general health. So we keep it within that realm, okay? So the self-image is how you see yourself. Identity encapsulates everything. So identity encapsulates how you see yourself and then the result of that. So how you're acting, how you're behaving, your feelings, your thoughts, and then your capabilities, which we talked about last week, okay? Now, the toughest thing about this, guys, is a lot of people don't want to admit all of this at the top. Yeah, so a lot of people don't actually want to look deep inside it, how they see themselves, okay? Whether they're scared of what the answer may actually be, um, or whether they just don't want to fully admit it, that they don't feel it's the right time to fully admit it. For some reason, it's very hard for certain people um, to admit how they truly see themselves, or if they do deep down know how they feel about themselves, they have this little cloud that they live in to not want to think about it or not to focus on it. Do you know what I mean? They live away from those feelings and thoughts, okay? But the truth of the matter is, guys, if you haven't achieved your goal or you haven't achieved contentment, yeah, it's never too late to change it and you have got the abilities to change it. So it's something to look into. I appreciate the contentment's quite deep. So you might be sat there thinking, Ben, I am happy and content in life, but I want to achieve this goal, which is good. Or you might be the flip of that, and you might actually be sat there thinking, I'm not actually happy at this minute in time, man. Um, so then both of those are an effect of what we talked about there, how you see yourself, okay? So you've got to find an acceptable you, okay? So what I mean by that, and this is quite interesting because I had a chat with someone else about this earlier today, which is, <clears throat> if you're chasing a goal, but the changes it's needed to achieve it, you're not happy with, don't chase that goal or address the you you need to be, okay? Because I put here, you must find an acceptable you if you don't want to live like the person is going for that goal, you were just gonna fucking hate the process. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this, 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 and again, I'm gonna be straight, in these videos, I'm gonna be as straight as possible. So again, if you offend anyone, please don't think it's anything you could know by me, I'm just being honest as a cat, yeah? Someone chases a goal and they go onto a diet and they hate the diet and it's like, the diet's the process of achieving your goal. So try and make the diet enjoyable, or don't take the perspective of thinking, oh, I'm on this diet, I've got to do this diet to get to the goal. You're just negativing yourself out about the process. You've got to enjoy the process of getting to the goal. Do you know what I mean? It might get tough, it might get hard along the way, but if you set yourself up in a way that you are not going to enjoy the journey to get to your goal, you're already hitting barriers, you're already hitting hurdles. 
you've got to find a process that you enjoy that will get you to your goal. Or if you don't feel you can enjoy the process because it's too tough or it's too away from what you want, then you're going to have to hold your hands up and say, I might not get to that goal. Do you know what I mean? You've, there's got to be some acceptance and there's got to be some decisions. Okay? So you must find an acceptable you. So I would look at the self-belief factor first. How are you looking at yourself in regards to your goal? Okay, because you need to trust in yourself that you can achieve the goal. Yeah, you've got to believe in yourself that you can achieve the goal. And also you've got to not be ashamed of yourself in terms of achieving the goal. Yeah, and the ashamed part I'm going to come into in a minute because it's where a lot of people see the word failure as failure and I'm going to try and spin it on its head. Okay, so... I'm going to talk now on tonight's going to, is going to be about belief and behavior and how they affect each other. Okay, so this is the next section on what I was going to talk about this week. I just wanted to touch over identity very quickly, so I'll just finish off on that one. So, identity last week I was quite broad in terms of how I spoke about it. If you are looking into it now, as I actually do want to look into my identity because I understand what Ben says and I understand how it can affect my goals. I would take it into your self-image. How do you see yourself? Okay. And you need to turn that into a positive light because everyone's got good in them. Everyone should feel happy about themselves. Everyone should believe in themselves. Do you know what I mean? Why aren't you? There's something there that's created all the, all the beliefs you have in life. Okay. You got from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So from a young and early age, they say from around three upward, you start to create beliefs from your environment, from your parents, from your friends, from your school, um, from the colleges, from the news, from the media, from songs you listen to. All of these things start to create your world, your beliefs, your belief system of the world. And that creates how you see the world and also how you see yourself, which is why there's a lot of stigma around like um, the media and how they present stuff because it, it influences how people see the world and how it should be. And then how they should be, should they live up to that? Do you know what I mean? So the self-image, what you believe about yourself is the identity. Okay, you need to understand. Are you do you do you feel good about yourself? Yeah? That's a question to ask. And if you don't, why don't you feel good about yourself? Okay. Boom. So moving into what this week was going to be about, which is belief and behaviour and how they affect each other massively. Okay. So we're going to now focus on set. You've set yourself a goal, okay? So we're now putting this onto setting yourself a goal. So for today, I'm going to go for fat loss as an example, but you could relate this to anything, okay? I'm going to go to fat loss mainly because I know a lot of people struggle with this, and I know the yo-yo perspective that we talked about last week really relates into body shape, okay? So first thing when you set a goal, okay? You must believe that something must change, okay? So if you set yourself a goal, something's got to change because otherwise you will be at your goal. So you've got to admit and believe that something needs to change, okay? The second part to that is, who is gonna change it? You are, yeah? 
The second thing is you've got to admit that it's you that's got to change. Yeah? You want the goal, whatever it may be. Again, we're going to go for weight loss, body shape. Yeah? First, you've got to believe, you've got to know that you want it. Secondly, you've got to admit that it's you that's got to make the changes. Yeah? You, potentially, yeah, you need external things to help you, but it's got to come from you. It's only you that can change yourself. So you've got to say, I must change. And then the third one is, I can do this. I can change. Yeah? The can is the belief. I can do this. I've set myself a goal of losing three stone. Yeah? I set myself a goal of losing three stone in six months. Fucking do it, 100%. Yeah? I know something's got to change because I'm not happy with how I look. Yeah, don't fit into any of my clothes anymore. I feel really unconfident in my own skin. Um, and something's got to change. I know it has. Something's got to change. And it's me who's got to do that. I've got to change. I've got to change as a person as in what I'm doing. Because obviously what I'm doing at the minute has got me into the position where I'm not happy. But you know what? I believe that I can do this. I honestly believe that I can do this. Lose three stone in six months. 100%. I can do this. I know I can if you can hit them three things, we're in position to go. But you've got to have conviction in each one of them individually. Yeah? The blame can't be on someone else. Blame can't be on someone else. Got to be on yourself, but not blame. Just admit that change has got to happen. Admit it's got to come from you. And I believe you can go and do it. Okay? So then the next bit we fall into is what you need in terms of changing and getting to your goal and then the belief and how they play a factor on each other, which is a massive thing, okay? For two reasons, which we're gonna get into the graph in a minute, but we generally all have the capabilities to change, okay? And capabilities can come from any angle, which is as long as you can do something towards your goal as a capability. Yeah, I've got a capability to go and achieve my goal. This is what I'm going to do with strategy. They're all the things that you put into your strategy that are the capabilities to go and do it. But I've put pigeonhole. So we're talking about pigeonhole here is where like, do you know when you used to go and put the letters into certain uh, like pieces of paper, like letters into people's pigeonholes, for example. That's where it came from. And the reason I'm saying this is, this is a massive one, this guy's. So please don't let this fly over your head. Just seeing if anyone's still watching. <laughs> Ooh. And um, if you set yourself a goal and you say for this goal, and I'm just giving examples here, I need to be really prepped, I need to be really organized, I need to be really focused, okay? <clears throat> but I believe I can be all those things. So this is what I do, I prep all my food, I've got everything planned out, and you create these values to get to your goal, of losing three stone in six months. But then in another area of your life, work, kids, whatever it may be, you're not organized, you're not prepped, you're not focused. You are subconsciously telling your mind that you're not those three things. So although you are believing it, that you start, that you can be all those three things to achieve your goal, because you aren't applying it in other areas of your life, you are basically telling yourself there that you can't be those three things. 
So what you start to do is get a conflicting identity, which I kind of covered last week. Yeah. And that basically throws everything up into the air. And that's where you basically say, well, one minute, am I organized or am I not organized? I'm, I, I, I'm a focused or am I not focused? Do you know what I mean? And this is where you can change as a person by applying this to everything. Because if you can bolster a belief in one area, you can easily take that strength and put it into another area. Yeah. And then you start to become that person in everything you do. As soon as you do that, you build the belief and believe me, that will then strengthen you towards the goal that you're after. So as much as that might seem a bit wishy-washy, I promise you that is true. And again, I haven't worked that in the fitness side for myself, but what I have done is taking strengths that I've got within fitness, because motherfucker, I'm self-disciplined with my fitness and my diet, yeah? But then in other areas, I haven't been, and I'm like, well, I, can't, I know I can be, I know I can get up at four in the morning, half three in the morning and train. Yeah, I know I can follow diets to an absolute T, eating greens, eating white rice, eating fish, eating cottage cheese consistently, religiously, growing up doing it, yeah? And then I saw what I was doing within my fitness and my diet, I was thinking like, look at all the attributes I've actually got in that area and I don't show anywhere else. So then I transferred them over and now I'm achieving in other areas, do you know what I mean? So you need to see where you're performing in other areas and trying to enforce that towards your goal. Behaviors bolster belief. Yeah. Kind of, if you heard of contrast analysis, well worth Googling, but that's pretty much what we're talking about there. Taking strengths from other areas and putting them into where you want to focus. But it all acts as that belief bolstering. I am going to achieve my goal. I'm with people, like I said last week, I have got this goal, I am going to achieve it. And then before you know it, you see them two months later and they don't want to look at you in the eye. And you're like, are you all right? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know why they don't want to look at you, right? You, nothing on me, I'm like, I want to speak to them. Like, I understand. But they feel, they, do you know what I mean? It's that pain within them. They feel like they've let themselves down. They feel like they've let me down or something like that. And it's like, shit happens, man. Do you know what I mean? Don't worry about it. But you can see it eating them. So that's when this comes into play. So, we're going to move now into this section. Um, so, <clears throat> I'm going to talk very quickly about this bottom part here. And then I'm going to go into the graph. <clears throat> now, I am absolutely massive on this. Massive. So, it's an NLP method, okay? So Neuro Linguistic Programming Method, and it's called the TOTE Method. And it's test, operate, test, exit, okay? For anyone that thinks what the flipping X that about, it's basically trial and error. This method is basically a trial and error method, which if I've ever put a post on Facebook before, or you've ever worked with me, this is what I talk about. I talk about trial and error. Okay. If I'm being honest, if there's anything you can take from everything I'm saying today, this is the one to take. Okay, because identity was massively important. But from last week, this week, if you can, if you can take this on board, and not necessarily the method, because we all know what trial and error means, but the next part I'm going to talk through. Okay, so test, operate, test, exit, and all that means is you test something, then you put it into operation. 
you put it into work, you put it into practice, okay? Then you test something again, has it worked? Yes, it has worked, exit, you carry on doing it, okay? The reverse of that, you test, operate, you put it into practice, test again, has it worked? No, we chuck that out, we try something else. Trial and error, yeah? So if you were relating this to body shape, losing three stone, the test would be the measurement, yeah? So I'll do the measurement, whatever that may be, body fat calipers, tape measure, in-body scanner, whatever it may be. Then you operate, you put the process into place. Then you test again in three weeks time. Have you lost weight? Or have you lost body fat? Yeah, perfect, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. No, right, okay, we go back to the beginning. We test again and we put a new procedure in place. So the operate is the procedure, what am I doing? So you can work this on different areas at the same time. We do the tote method on different areas. And again, it's just fucking trial and error. Trial and error. But this is the big one. Stay with me, guys. This is the big one. Too many people don't like the trial and error method because they are afraid of failure. Okay? But all failure is, is a result. Yeah? People want results so quickly that they're not prepared to take small failures to learn from them and to change the method to achieve the longer term goal, to achieve the bigger picture. So as soon as they get failure, it's like, fuck, it's not working, I give up. It's like, well, you know what, give up. Just try something different. Something's just obviously not working. What are you doing at the minute? Can we not adjust something? Can we not try something? Can we, if you're relating it to fat loss, can we up your training in any way? Can we manipulate your training? Can we do more high intensity instead of strength training? Can we manipulate your diet? Well, have you been working it? Do you know what I mean? There's so many ways you can manipulate it and change it, and it's trial and error. But you've got to be prepared to accept failures. Yeah? So it's how you perceive failure. And again, if you look at, this is a big one, if you look at a lot of the top achievers in the world, they don't look at failure, meaning you failed, that's it. They look at it as if to say, right, okay, it's a result. Failure is a result. How do I work on that result to get better? Yeah? So the trial and error method for me is so imperative. And if only people use that on a longer term process and understood how things are affecting them and wanted to do it and understood it was a long term process, the six months for free stone, they'd get there. But I'm gonna the graph's gonna touch on that in a minute. In a minute. Okay? So with the trial and error method, with the tote method, you gotta have faith. You've got to have belief. You've got to believe in yourself, okay? You've got to believe that it will work. You can't have something hit you and then just fall out of belief that it's not going to work. Not going to work, or fucking shit result, I'm going to go on, a, I'm going to go drinking, I'm going to eat a load of crap. I've had a crap day at work. Do you know what I mean? You let all these things affect you. You've got to trust the process. Again, have faith, trust the process. Man, that's basically belief. You've got to believe it's going to happen. And the biggest one for me, which I touched on before, is you've got to enjoy the process. If you aren't going to enjoy the process, what is the point in actually going for it? Because you are setting yourself up for failure. Because if you don't enjoy the process and things get tough, it's so hard to stay on that. Now, when I say enjoy the process, I'm not saying you need to make it, because someone could say, well, 
the process is eating this and I don't like eating this and the process is training and I don't like training so how am I going to enjoy the process well you're not because <laughs> you just got the complete wrong way of looking at it haven't you do you know what I mean why don't you take a different perspective of what well, I am going to enjoy this because this is going to become part of who I am so I'm just going to find ways to enjoy it or I'm not going to resent having to do it. I'm not going to have to resent eating healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck's that about? You're resenting not being able to eat shit. So you're resenting eating healthily because you can't eat shit. It's like, well, eating healthy is not the worst thing in the world, man. Do you know what I mean? Or, or the same, it's like, you, you are not enjoying the process because you are choosing not to enjoy the process. You are saying, oh, I don't want to have to eat that. I don't have to live like that. I don't have to train that many times. It's like, it's fine, but don't expect to get to your goal or don't be pissed off you're not getting to your goal. The way to do it is just enjoy the process. And it comes back to that identity thing we talked about last week, when if you create identity of who you are that isn't that goal, you'll actually find out that they do eat a fairly healthy and balanced diet. They do train on a regular, on a regular basis and they use a tote method. And the tote method tells them when they need to be a little bit stricter. Yeah? And when things are working perfectly for them. But without using the talk method, you hit the wall, the yo-yo. So, how are you testing measuring? Massive one. If you use the trial and error method, which is the talk method, you've got to understand the tests. How are you measuring your progress? How do you know where you are? And how are you measuring going forward? Okay, what form of measurement are you doing? Okay, and then the last one which we talked about there is what is your perception of failure? Okay, so going off this, if in three weeks time you retest and you've lost no weight or you've lost no body fat, what's your perception of that failure? Is your perception, what is the point? I give up on this, I'm having a bottle of wine, there's no point doing this, I can't lose weight, I'm never going to get there. Is that your perception of failure? Or are you looking at failure as in, right, something's not worked. So let me look at what I've done. What could I change? I'll make a note of what I don't think's worked. And I'm actually going to now try this instead. What more positive ways to look at failure? And in three weeks' time, fucking hell. I've lost I've lost two inches. Perfect. Do you know what I mean? Trial and error. But you've got to be prepared for failure. And how are you going to perceive it? How are you going to look at it? Are you going to let it stop you? Or are you going to just use it as a result and go past it? Right, so getting into the graph now. Woo! Last bit nearly, guys. You're nearly free to go. Nearly free to go. If you've not gone already. <laughs> so this is it's going over what we've just talked through, but it puts it into more focus. So I'm not sure if you can see. But the blue line at the top is your expectation and your belief in hitting your goal of losing three stone. So the blue is your belief that you're going to achieve that goal. The green, and it picks up the orange. The green is your actual performance which is your behavior, your actions, your habits, and also your thoughts and your feelings, which is massive, yeah? Because your thoughts and your feelings affect your actions and habits. 
from my perspective, your thoughts and feelings are more important than your actions and habits. Because if you haven't got your thoughts and feelings in place, they will F up your actions and habits. So the green pen is your actual performance, yeah? Your behavior. Your blue pen is your expectation, your belief. Now they both start out at the same level, okay? So I'm gonna talk you through this now. I've set myself a goal to lose three stone in six months and I know I'm gonna achieve it 100%. This is it, I've had enough. I'm gonna achieve that goal 100%. I've got everything in place. I've made sure that um, I told all my friends, uh, listen, I'm, I'm gonna be focused. I really wanna achieve this. This is it, I'm gonna do it. Okay, so you put all of the actual performance into place, your behavior is ready to perform your actions to make sure all your habits are in place, your thoughts and feelings are behind your goal, you flipping think, you believe you're gonna get there. Yes, your expectations are there as well. And you start off and both of the lines start going up. Yeah, you start this new regime, new diet, new training, you're happy, you're buzzing, don't mind eating healthy because you're excited, that motivation's there, you're going for it, yeah? And it starts to rise, both lines start to rise, okay? But, life's unfair, yeah? And even if you are performing a star at your actual performance, and all of these are in place, yeah? you might not get results one week. Just life, man. Just something is not changed, yeah? That does happen. You can have everything in place, and for some reason, at this minute in time, you haven't lost any weight, or you haven't lost any fat, keep saying weight, but fat, okay? But you know what? I'm, I'm motivated, I'm working that arm for this, I'm not letting it get a go, I'm gonna keep, I can do this, I promise you. I'm gonna keep going, so your expectation, wavers a bit, but keeps going up. Okay, wavers a little bit, but it keeps going up. I can still get there, okay? And then two things happen to your performance. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with this. One thing is you have a shit day at work, stress ha happens, you jump for the glass of wine, you jump for the bottle of wine, you jump for the binge night, you jump for the pizzas, the chocolate, the cookies, the ice cream, whatever it may be, yeah? So the performance starts to dip down, okay? And where do you think the expectation goes after that? Because you know what you've done, okay? If you don't jump back on the performance straight away and have an action straight away to take you back up in the performance, the belief takes a massive nosedive, massive nosedive, yeah? So if this does happen, you've got to have something in place to kick you up the ass straight away that stops that nosedive. The only thing that can stop the belief dropping that you're gonna achieve your goal is immediate action. Immediate action to prove to yourself that was a slip up and focus and still on it, yeah? If that keeps happening, it's gonna keep going down. But immediate action is what stops that belief dropping, okay? Now, for the people that are really annoyed because they didn't have that bottle of wine. They didn't 
eat the ice cream or have the pizza. They're actually still kicking fucking ass. They're going for it, yeah? They're going for it, man. So that first little blip, for whatever reason it may be, life just didn't fall through, but they kept on going and the performance stayed focused and they kept going up, okay? And they still believed that they were gonna to get to the goal. So the performance kept going. Now the critical point, guys, this is why I always say to people, the biggest form of motivation is results. If you start to see results, it motivates you more to push on and crack on. Someone starts to say you look different, you look like you've lost weight. It picks you up, it motivates you, yeah? If you put clothes on and notice you've lost size, you know, yeah, you notice you've lost size, you feel loose in your clothes. If you wait for uh, fat loss is your goal, it motivates you, it pushes you on. Yeah, you do your measurements again, the results are positive, you've made results, lost weight, lost body fat, it motivates you, it pushes you on. Results are for people the biggest motivator there is, okay? But what we're looking for here, guys, and this is the big one. When results cross the line of belief, I can promise you, you're going to achieve the goal. Because as long as you are achieving results, and that's done through your actual performance, your belief will stay with you all the way till you hit your goal. Okay? But for so many people, for so many people, they are just at the point where the performance is going to bust through that line of belief. But because they aren't seeing results as quick as they want to, they give up on the goal. Yeah, and I can guarantee if you're yo-yoing and you can honestly hand on heart say it's not down to your habits and how you're behaving and you can honestly say I'm putting everything I've got into this, that's why. Because you are giving in just before it fucking happens. You've got to have faith, trust the process. You've got to set that goal and then say, no matter what, I'm going to stay with this until I've achieved that goal. But because people struggle to stay with it, yeah, the belief just drops. And I can guarantee that majority of people are just about across over that line. But they don't see it as a long-term process. They don't see it as this change. They see it as a short-term and that's why the belief drops straight down. And this is why I'm saying your identity is so important. Because if you were living your identity as this green line, it would never drop off. If all of your actions, if all of your behaviors, if your thoughts and feelings you were just generally living by and saying, this is just me. This is who I am now. This is who I am. If you were in that mind frame, it would never drop. 
and you would stick it out because even if you weren't seeing results, it wouldn't stop you. Even if you weren't seeing results after a month, after six weeks, you wouldn't say I'm giving in. You'd be saying, well, it doesn't matter. I, this is me anyway. This is who I am now. I live this way. I eat healthily. I train all the time. This is me now. So if you become that identity and have that approach, have that outlook, you will bust through it and you will hit your target. But if you're one of the people who get to a point and say, what's the point? What's the point in putting all this effort in because I'm not seeing results? That's when your belief starts to drop. And the biggest thing that affects you achieving something is your belief in yourself. Yeah. I hope that made sense. <laughs> Did it in my head. I might just rabbit it on. Might just be a comedy night on Monday nights from now on. Might let's just watch Ben Chat's absolute rubbish. Um, no, guys, if that didn't make sense, please do ask questions. If you don't want to do it um, on the thingy, please message me because I'm more than happy to kind of talk through this with people. I had a few people message me after last week and I've worked with them between them exercises to do. If that didn't make sense or you've got questions on it, please ask. Because what I'm going to say to you now is what I put in that post. If this isn't for you, don't like that. No, doesn't matter. It's not harming anyone, is it? Just crack on with what we've got to crack on with. If you're unhappy and you're struggling to achieve results, there's a reason why. And I promise you, if you start to work all this and get an understanding of it, it can make a massive difference, yeah? And all this works in together, yeah? The, there's a reason I'm putting it in this kind of like, um, in, 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 in this structure of delivering it to you guys. It's why I did the identity section first, and then it's why I went into how your behaviours and your belief work together and how your behaviours and your belief can affect you achieving your goal, yeah? You've got to want it, you've got to believe you can do it, you've got to admit that it's only you that can do it, but then you've got to be prepared to put all this into place, but not just put it into place, you've got to be prepared to say, this is my identity, and not just, I've got to, I want to, this is the person I want to be. And then it goes back to last week, who's the person that's achieved where you want to be? You want to have lost three stone. What's that person like? What's the Ben that's lost three stone? Do you know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm a lot more happier in myself. I have a lot more, more positive thoughts about myself. I'm a lot more confident going out in front of people. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm, are you doing that now? No, I'm not. Do you know what I mean? And that's the self-belief again. Like that's the self-image you've got of yourself. Like if you don't, if your self-image is negative and you're not seeing yourself being able to do this, you're hitting a wall straight away. So just to recap, and then I'm gonna let you all go if you haven't shot already. If you think about last week, we talked about focusing on the identity, the middle circle before you worked on the processes. So once you know your goal, who do you need to be to achieve that goal, okay? Not what habits and actions, who do you personally need to be? What do you need to be saying to yourself? Like, what would that person then be doing, okay? That will tell you what your process needs to be, your habits and actions and behaviours, okay? From there, we then look deeper into that identity, and I would say don't look at the actions first, look at how you are talking to yourself first. If you are talking to yourself negatively, if you don't believe you can do it, you need to be addressing that first rather than your habits, because your habits aren't going to fucking stick if you don't look at yourself in a positive light that you can do that. 
yeah? Once you've got the self-image assessed and sorted, addressed, then you can start to work on the identity of the habits and the actions that you need. And they both come together to create the full identity of the person that's gonna achieve the goal. Then you work the trial and error method, the tote method. Losing three stone in six months. This is what I'm gonna do, this is my strategy of how many times I'm gonna train a week, of what training I'm gonna do. This is my diet plan. This is how many meals I'm gonna eat. This is my macro split if you're doing it like that. This is my sleep pattern. This is my rest pattern. This is the stuff that I'm gonna implement in how I behave, or these are the backup plans I've got if my mates go out and are drinking off of me a drink, or if I still wanna to go to social events and I need to be more cautious of what I'm having. This is your process that you put into place. That builds your belief that you're gonna get there, okay? Then you put it into action. When you test, if you haven't made results, it's not a failure. It's just giving you an answer. Do I carry on doing what I'm doing? Well, if the results have worked for you, yeah. If you haven't, no, okay, what can I change? Have I stayed true to everything? Yeah, right, there's something I need to change within my, my, my schedule and my, my routine. Like, I need to look at what I'm doing. Have you stuck to it? No, I went on the piss on the weekend. Well, that's your answer. Can I take immediate action to get me back towards my goal? Yeah. Next morning on a hangover, I got up and went out for a massive run and I prepped my food for the week. I feel like shit, I'm rough as anything, but I've made sure I'm ready for next week. Perfect, great action. I still believe I can get there. No, I went on the piss, at shit all day Sunday, demotivated, not prepping my meals for the week. Your belief's gonna drop straight away. You're already finding fat losing, they're losing battle. Do you know what I mean? And that's, again, what are you saying to yourself? You're saying to yourself, I'm not gonna achieve it, yeah? Two lines, belief, actual performance. You've got to be honest with yourself. The last thing I'll say is that to keep this green line going up isn't just about putting all of this into place. It's about wanting to become that person. Yeah? You've got to want to become the person and enjoy the process, enjoy that journey to get there. And that means it's just, you're just living your life. Your life then becomes the destination and you get there, you've lost three stone, and you feel like a different person, but you feel like a different person now. Do you know what I mean? That's the key. Change into that person now and then live it. Woo! Right, I think I've hit all that in the head what I wanted to get across. Um, perfect. Thank you for joining me. Sorry if I've been mad intense. Again, if you don't want to put any questions on and you'd rather message me privately, I'm more than happy to help, guys. Um, other than that, I feel like there's something I missed out, but I don't think there is. Yeah, I think I've hit everything I want to get through. Again, guys, um, any questions on it, give me a shout. It's all there to help you. All I would say is, if you haven't achieved the goal, look into this sort of stuff. And the other thing is, knowledge is key, as you always say. Research into something uh, will give you more depth, more capabilities in terms of what you know to be able to get there. If you're lacking um, knowledge in nutrition, and nutrition is a key to achieving your goal, don't just look at things, learn about them, like learn the effects they have, training as well. Um, yeah, knowledge is key. Right, cool. I'm going to leave it, guys. Peace out. Thank you.